Welcome to Zero to 60. I'm your host, Matt McChesney. Happy Friday to anybody and everybody out there listening. Remember to go on YouTube and subscribe and like the page here at Zero to 60. Follow uh, my co-host, Bree Maestas at Bree Maestas 303 on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And follow your boy at Six Zero Academy on all the different platforms. Also on uh TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and X or whatever you want to call it. Uh, remember that our our uh, our show Zero to Sixty on the Bleed Network is brought to you by our good friends at Bet Online. And Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, the NHL, all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for all wagering news, odds, trends, predictions. Uh, you can you can bet and get your weather on the same site. I think that's pretty handy. Um, on both your desktop and your mobile device at any time. Uh, head over to Bet Online today and use your promo code Believe. That's B L E A V for fifty percent uh, welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts, and we get started here on zero to sixty, uh, like we always do with our good friends at Bet Online setting us up, uh, and they do a great job of making sure that we're good. Uh, so we can make sure you're good. Um, look, the the bet online stuff, the wagering uh, this year has been pretty productive. Uh, I hit a I hit a big one the other day on a nice little parlay. Uh, last night I, I took the under in that monstrosity of a football game, and that didn't hit. Uh, you know, but you know, can't be right all the time. Uh, today is going to be bus heavy, but we're going to talk about the college football playoff here a little bit at the beginning of it, uh, and the you know the hypocrisy of that, and you know what it, it is. It is being what it is. Uh, we'll get into some awards, uh, and then we'll get into the Colorado Buffaloes and Seton and so on and so forth. So, uh, like I said, this is I'm your host, Matt McChesney. This is Zero to 60. Uh, go online. Make sure you like and subscribe uh, and get as many eyes on this bad boy as possible. All right, so college football playoff right off the bat. Michigan moves to number one. They draw Alabama in the fourth spot, which – I mean, what a game that's going to be, but nobody in Ann Arbor obviously wanted to see see Alabama pop up on that screen. Uh, if you saw their banquet, uh, you know, half the room was like, oh, shit. Uh, but look, I think Alabama's beatable this year. I don't think the SEC should have gotten into the tournament. Uh, but when you've got, you know, pockets to pockets to fill and backs to scratch, uh, you, you undefeated Florida State gets fucked and left out, uh, regardless of if their quarterback's healthy or not. I think that that was a complete sham. So, look, uh, the the playoff, if you're going to sit here and talk to me about the best four teams are the ones that got in, um, I'm going to say that, okay, then Georgia should have gotten in over Washington then. And, you know, like, is is Michigan really the number one seed? Like, Georgia, I know Alabama just lost to Georgia and Texas beat Alabama, but, you know, I think Georgia might be favored in every game if you played head to head in a neutral site. So I just look, I'm so glad they're going to 12 teams. I'm so tired of the college football playoff and it's only been a decade. Uh, this is more corrupt than the BCS. It seems like, so I'm i I'm, I'm pretty tired of it. I'm really hoping that the, the playoff games are productive and that they're competitive and the guys are out there slobber knocking and getting it on. So we'll see what happens with all of that. As we go through here to finish up the college football season, um, award season is on and popping these days. The Heisman, uh, I think it should go to Michael Penix Jr., the, the the lefty from Washington. I think he's the Heisman winner. But look, I got to tip my cap to Drake Nugent. Uh, Drake Nugent, the starting center for Michigan, uh, Go Blue, uh, is a Remington finalist. The Remington is the 
uh, best center in the country. Uh, you know, it, it, it's presented in January in Nebraska, where you know Dave Remington is the guy who who was the first one to 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 win the award, but also the the namesake behind it. So look, uh, the Remington Award's a big deal. That's why we grind. Uh, Drake wears number sixty for Michigan, and he's the tip of the spear for that football team. I couldn't be more proud of my boy Drake. Uh, for all that he's accomplished. So huge, huge, huge get for them. If he does end up winning the Remington today, if not, he's a he's a finalist of one of the most prestigious awards in college football. And you can definitely hold your head high on that regard. So the Remington Award goes out today. We'll see who ends up winning that one. Uh, he's got some really good players uh, that he's going against in regard to win it, but none of them are playing in the playoffs. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Drake was also first team all Big Ten. Uh, and, and many other accolades. So look, that that's all well and good. A little housekeeping here from Six Zero. Remember, go to the, the Dungeon Families deep and everywhere. Uh, go to SixZeroAcademy.com and check out all we do and how we do it. Um, all right, let's get into the Colorado Buffaloes. First of all, let's go, baby. I'm fucking with it. All right, I, I got to eat a little bit of crow. I didn't think that they would get Jordan Seaton, uh, and they did. So, you know, I went on DNVR about a month ago and said, ah, there's no way we're going to get this kid. And they bagged him. So, look, tip of the cap to you guys. That That is fucking incredible. Uh, I'm, I'm super pumped about this. I think that Seton is, is – he's early enrolling in January, which that's his red shirt. Um, I think he could be the kind of player Orlando Place was and Walter Jones was and, like, first pick of the draft left tackle shit. So – He's special. He's long. He's lean. He's mean. He can really run. He's athletic as fuck. I mean, the, the kid can just straight get it. So, you know, he, he plays next to Brett Cool J, who is the Valor product that we sent to IMG this year. They play next to each other. And Brett raves about this kid and how much he really loves football. He's not just out there playing it because he's good at it. Uh, so, you know, that's my thing all the time when I say, do you like it or do you need it? He seems like the kind of guy who needs it. Um, I'm super pumped about this. I think that uh, I think that if you if you're looking to come and build, you know, when when Seton comes out and says this right here, I love this one right here. All right, if you claim your dog and you want to come into Colorado, then you ain't you ain't a dog. And that, bro, this is the mindset. That's the way it is there. The pride and tradition of the Colorado Buffaloes will not be entrusted to the timid or the motherfucking weak. That's essentially him saying, if you're a dog and you want to prove it. This is where you come to prove it because I'm telling you, we are straight barking. So I love that about Seton. I love that he's bringing that swag and that mentality to, to Boulder. It's desperately needed in the trench. We need monsters in there, the guys that are going to go in there and talk that shit and make you a little uncomfortable. That's the beauty of the game. Uh, so I, I love this move. I think it's fucking absolutely uh, what, what Colorado needs. He walks in as an early enrollee, which gives him a ton of time. Uh, and, and, and gives him a ton of time to come in and acclimate and go out and play immediately as a freshman and go out and contribute immediately as well. So, you know, it, it's, it, it is what it is. I think that this opportunity here for Jordan Seaton is huge. The opportunity for Phil Lodeholt is huge. All right. Now, look, I know coach Lodeholt from his time in Oklahoma. Uh, we didn't, we didn't cross paths in the NFL, but He's a little younger than I am, but Bill Brutenbaugh, their offensive line coach at Oklahoma, is, in my opinion, the best in the business and just an absolute unbelievable uh, measure of is, is the kid 
it's talented. Can we develop the talent? You know, and is he going to work hard? And, and Brudenbaugh's always getting those right. There's a reason we sent Bates uh, from Durango to Oklahoma to go play for Coach Brutenbaugh because he does things correctly. You don't have to, you don't have to stand over him and be like, "Hey, you're doing this right." Like, if anything, he, you know, that that, that guy has been doing offensive line at such a high level for so long that it's almost disrespectful. So, I mean, he he is the epitome of development. He gets the most out of his guys. From Creed Humphrey to fucking Trent Williams, the NFL's littered with NFL guys that says Oklahoma on their on their resume. So I think getting Coach Lodeholt from Oklahoma and everything he learned under Brutenbaugh and then bringing that mentality to Boulder, man, it is huge. And I look, Phil is a massive individual. He's gonna he's gonna intimidate when he walks in the room. And that's the beauty of this. I love that shit about him. He's looking for dogs that want to come compete. He's not looking for guys that just want to come in and like be handed the job. Now, if you're good enough, if you're Jordan Seaton and you're the number one player at your position and you're a five-star tackle, yeah, after last year, you're definitely walking in and getting that job. You know, don't screw it up. Let's see what you can do with it. But it, look, they are also actively looking for the right kind of kid, not just not just a kid with stars next to his name. So Lodehold is from Colorado. He went to Fountain Fort Carson High School where Lincoln Fahapoli Jr. went. Uh, we're on the phone yesterday and the, early this morning talking about how we get big Lincoln up to Boulder and keeping the Fountain Fort Carson stream going from Colorado Springs to Boulder and how to keep that rolling. So we're already in constant communication, which is fantastic uh, for all you, uh, you fucking experts out there that think that we're not or somehow like people are angry at each other. The only people that get involved with feelings are y'all, the fans. Uh, but other than that, we're, we're rolling over here in Buffalo country because everybody is like-minded. Everybody's trying to accomplish the same goal here. I don't work for Colorado, but I damn sure I'm in the business of facilitating good players to them and making sure that they see them first. I want, I want CU to see the guys that I am putting in the transfer portal, the guys that I'm putting uh, throughout the country into the recruiting ranks. I want CU to see them first. It's their job then to look at him and go, okay, I really like this kid, or he doesn't fit our system. We're going to move on to somebody else who does. So, you know, that that just kind of is what it is. But I, I think that both the hire of Coach Lodeholt, huge, awesome hire. I love it so much. It's his first job as, as an as an O-line coach. It, it, you know, it validates all the hard work he's been doing. You get a Bill Brutenbaugh tree type of guy. And again, Brutenbaugh, in my opinion, is that guy. And, you know, you get that mentality in the room up there, which is kick somebody's ass first and ask questions later. That is what we need in Boulder. That's what we're looking for. So I just think that the mesh of everything they did in Norman and being able to mesh that together with what they're going to do in Boulder moving forward, I think it has the potential to be extremely, extremely productive, to say the least. So, uh, let's see. We got any more questions? Oh, shit. We got tons of questions here. Um, let's see here. Load hole. You guys going to consider connecting? You already, Yeah, we already did. We've been, we've known each other for a long time. Already been on the phone. I knew this was going to happen a couple of days ago. I've been talking to him behind the scenes. Uh, you know, I just didn't want to break news. I'm not a reporter. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, save me. I'm back in the gym with you, Matt. I'm, I'm with that. He's got to heal his ankle up. Uh, he played through a bad ankle injury at the end of the year last year. And I'm, I'm happy for the kid that he did that, but it definitely hurt him. 
Uh, so we'll get him back in here in the offseason and get rolling. Definitely can't wait to get big man back in the room. Uh, big Tank was, you know, he hit the transfer portal. He's on his way to Oregon State uh, to go see Coach DeMann, who was actually the O-line coach there in Boulder a couple of years ago, and a proud Oregon State Beaver. He's going to go see him uh, later today. So Big Tank was in here this morning getting that work in. So even though he's not a buff anymore, we're still working. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, I have fat fingers. Let's see here. Early enrolling is huge. We saw the impact of not doing that uh, on a commit. Yeah, look, uh, on Kermani. Yeah, but look, early enrolling, if you can do it, I'm telling you, early enrolling is the way to go. You want to be an early enrollee. It allows you to walk in in January instead of July. It allows you to go through winter conditioning and spring ball and like acclimate yourself into the team. You don't have to like worry about all the scheduling and how things work. You know, it's just, it's very, very easy. It's easy to just acclimate to your teammates. Everybody, when you get, when, when you get there and all the young guys get there, they think that you're an older cat. Because, you know, like you've been there the whole the whole damn time. So when they walk in and in, in July and, and, and August and you're already there, they're like, oh, well, this cat's an older dude. When in actuality, you're in the same damn class. So I think early enrolling is that is, is the cat's is the cat's pajamas, bro. Like that's the way to fucking go. We've had multiple guys early enroll. We're just talking about Josh Bates. He early enrolled. Connor Jones early enrolled at Michigan. Reese Atterbury early enrolled at Michigan. Like Miller, Bear Miller and Drake Nugent early enrolled it at Stanford way back in the day. Austin and Jake early enrolled at Colorado. Like I, I want my guys out of here. I don't want these super seniors. I don't need guys that are going to be you know, hanging out at prom and drinking Keystone Lights and rolling fucking doobies in the parking lot when they should be pass setting and learning how to fucking go, you know, play at the, the level that they say they want to play at. So I did not early enroll back in the day. It really wasn't that much of an option uh, for, for, for old heads like me back in the day. But now, uh, you know, with the ability to use social media to your advantage and all those different things, I always say this, but in the information age that we live in, ignorance is a choice. So if you want to play dumb, they'll let you. They'll damn sure let you. Uh, in fact, they'll probably give you an endorsement deal for dummy of the month. So just just saying. Where no, I like this one. Okay. Where do you think Colorado is going to line up in the hierarchy of the new Big Twelve? Okay. Um, I think the new Big Twelve, we have the opportunity to absolutely dominate this conference from top to bottom. I mean, absolutely annihilate it and dominate it from top to bottom. So if Kansas State can consistently be a team that's in the title game and, and running the conference, even with Oklahoma and Texas in it. I think that the Colorado Buffaloes have such a massive opportunity to consistently run the conference. I'm not talking about a year here and a year there. I'm talking about 9, 10, 11 wins a year, constantly in the playoff discussion, constantly being pushed to the top of the, the echelon when we talk about communicating about playoff spots. 
You know, Coach Prime already came out and said that's the expectation moving forward. It no longer are we just trying to win. The expectation is the playoffs, so on and so forth. So, look, I agree with that, man. I, I really, truly believe that the University of Colorado has the potential to be as special as it wants to be, even if, even if that makes some uncomfortable. You know, to to the to the coward, you know, high high goals and high standards. It sounds super uncomfortable. It makes them uncomfortable. They don't like it. So you know, it's 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 a matter of is everybody on the same page? Is everybody pulling in the same direction? And also, can you take constructive criticism? Because there's a lot of a lot of fans out here. A lot of you fucking fanboys. A lot of guys who like, I went on Whitlock, no one liked that, but I'm going to go challenge him. I'm going to go back on his show and challenge his ass on all this stupid shit he just posted this week about these fucking scrub players who didn't even play for Coach Prime, who have the audacity to come out and try and throw them under the bus because they got cut. Mm, you little fucking little fanboy football players who, you know, need to use the platform to go tear somebody down rather than actually have a constructive conversation. So... You know, I, I'm going to challenge his ass on that because I think it's ridiculous. I think there might be, might be, I think there is an agenda in the Whitlock camp against the Sanders camp, which is fucking ridiculous to me, but whatever. We'll try and drop the hammer on his ass about that shit too. So, well, I want to challenge everybody that has an issue with the University of Colorado and how they're doing things. I think Coach Prime is revolutionizing, revolutionizing the recruiting game, the you know, the NIL game, the ability for players to use their name, image, and likeness and the power that they have to their advantage rather than just sitting back and waiting for a coach to do it and show them how to do it and then being criticized for doing the same exact damn thing. So I, I agree. Whitlock right here where it says Whitlock is a bottom feeder. I agree. He is a bottom feeder. I, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we, we're going to go after his ass the next time he has me on. I thought what he did with the ex-players was just fucking about as low as it gets. So I think that the the ability for the University of Colorado to move into the new Big 12 and be a dominant program immediately, look, it, it, they're probably going to split it into pods, right? So when the ACC crumbles, which it will, the fact that an undefeated conference champion didn't get in, that's not good. So that conference is going to go bye-bye here eventually. I think that they'll accumulate four or five of those teams from the ACC. Like, you know, they'll get Pitt and North Carolina State, some of those schools like that. And then, you know, out here, I think like a five-team pod for Colorado moving forward would be Colorado, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. Maybe the original Big 8-5. And like that's that's your five teams that you play over and over and over and over and over again every year, and then you rotate the other ones. I think the ability to go to Florida is huge. They're at UCF next year, so you know road trip to to Orlando. I know that Bree and Ryan and all the guys down at DNVR, Jake, everybody's going to be pumped up for that one. That's fucking road trip. So you know, I think that the opportunity for the Big Twelve is is ripe. I think that we can really go in there and dominate the fuck out of that conference. Uh, and, and make sure that people, you know, announce our presence with authority, as they say. So I, I think that uh, I think it's a really, really good move. It's not as hard of a conference, which I mean, I, I didn't think the Pac-10 was worth a damn when we moved into it. Uh, but it definitely humbled me up a little bit. I mean, that conference absolutely beat the shit out of us and it wasn't productive. And it, it, it forces, you know, the very prideful Buffalo to look at himself in the mirror and 
take small bites of that crow over and over and over again. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, as they say, uh, the dude abides and we move forward. Let's see here. We need a good run blocking tight end uh, and tight end coach. I don't know who the tight end coach is going to be, but last year, you know, losing a guy like Cole Taylor, who's from Grand Junction to West Virginia, and then watching him go to West Virginia and have 50 catches and be second team all Big 12 and the newcomer of the year, that, that those are the kind of guys you can't lose. You can't lose cats like that that are from this program uh, that, you know, maybe wanted to come home, maybe not, but you got to at least, you know, throw your hook in the water and, and go fishing at that regard. So I would have been nice to see him there last year. I don't know who they're going to find in the transfer portal from that regard. I know that there's some good high school players left on the board from Jordan Ochoa to Lincoln Fahapoli Jr., uh, who's actually from Fountain Fort Carson where uh, Coach Lodeholt went. So that might be an easy transition here. Those two are pretty special. Uh, you, you look at the transfer portal now, Blake Haggerty from Castleview, the outstanding slot receiver who was a freshman this year for Northern Colorado and had 60 catches and, you know, 600 yards receiving and multiple touchdowns. That son of a bitch can straight get it. So it's it's a matter of what scheme do they fit? How do they fit the scheme? And then can they help that team move forward? And then with the young guys, are they going to develop more than, a, than an older cat? Because once you transfer once, you can't transfer again. So, you know, it, it's got some it's got some ins and outs, a lot of interested parties, to say the least. Need to bring back Dan Graham to coach the tight ends? Yeah, good luck with that. DG is not going back to coach. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but my boy Dan is not going back to coach, y'all. Good talk, though. <laughs> All right, so any other questions or concerns here you have about the Colorado Buffaloes, please let me know. Look, I, I think, look, this shit right here, this fucking bullshit. Matt Whitlock used you. I went on the show because none of you fucking pussies will go on it. No one ever goes on to talk about the other side. I'm going to go back on it next week and eviscerate his ass about all this bullshit he's spouting, getting these two fucking scrubs on to try and talk shit about Coach Prime and yada yada. No one uses me, motherfucker. Maybe you need to go find another show, you limp dick. I mean, for God's sakes, dude, you fucking cowards, dog. I'm so tired of some of you people. I mean, it's unbelievable. Use me. I'm the only one that'll put my balls on the table and actually have a conversation with the guy that you don't like. <sighs> you don't like him, so you can't talk to him. Such a pussy, dude. Does anybody have any real fucking conversations or real anything real you want to talk to me about? Tyler Brown. This is a good one, okay? Tyler Brown playing center. Bam. All right? I love this. I think Tyler Brown is a stud. He got screwed by the, the non-caring, you know, assholes of America. The, the NCAA, the biggest corrupt organization in the history of organizations. Um, I think that Tyler is going to come back next year and be an absolute stud for us. Losing Benwell sucks. I mean, he's a hell of a player, but he's not irreplaceable. Everybody's replaceable. Every single person on earth, regardless of circumstance or who you think you are, or what circumstance you're in, you are replaceable. Everyone is. So losing Van sucks, but at the same time, you can find somebody to go in there and, and fill that role. 
You know, the, the same way they made a huge splash with Jordan Seaton. You know, they didn't like losing talent Chandler to Missouri. Well, now opportunities open for somebody else to come in. You know, when Coach Lodeholt's asking me, can Lincoln play center? Yeah, you're damn right Lincoln can play center. He can snap. We can get it in there. We can do whatever you need. What what what, what you need? You need him to spit in someone's ear? We can make that happen too. So, again, like the the focus on – I love the focus on what can he do, what not what can't he do. It's just like all you folks out here who think that we can't have conversations with people that we don't like. Hmm, how are we ever going to get anything done if we only talk to people that we like? I mean, the shit like that is why I, I question the fanboys out here in Hobbytown, Colorado. No one uses me. I mean, to even insinuate that shit shows me that you're the mental fucking cripple I talk about constantly on, the, on here. And everybody wants to get mad at me because I have an opinion about that. And I say something that's not politically correct. Unfollow. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Tiffany, fuck if you like me or not. I'm not here to appease you. I'm here to tell you my truth. This is zero to 60. It ain't zero to 14. Whatever your high school number was, no one gives a shit. Keep that in mind. Uh, questions? No. Oh, shit. Never mind. Let's see here. Matt, you think they'll replace the whole O-line? How many total O-line guys do you think they'll bring in, and how many do you think they need? Well, I think they need to replace damn near everybody. I think Savion Washington will be back and healthy. When he's healthy, he's pretty good. Uh, I know Big Tank is gone. He's going to go. He's got a trip to Oregon State. He was just in here this morning training. Uh, Van hit the transfer portal. Um, I think Bailey has another year of eligibility left, I believe. The BB kid, I think he's done. Uh, but they need they need to turn over. They need good roster turnover in that in that room. Uh, you know, the new coach is going to want to bring his guys in. The transfer portal allows it to a point. I still hope that they can bring in some good young high school guys and really build around that and have some foundation pieces moving forward, like like a Lincoln Fahapoli Jr. or a, a Logan White of the great great guard center down at Legend High School, whose dad Jason played at Oregon State back in the day. You know, the Gage Genther's going to Tennessee. They missed out on that kid, but that doesn't mean that they can't find others. Um, the transfer portal again in the spring uh, rotation as well will be very deep. That's after spring ball. Uh, so there'll be some other names that hit there as well. So you just have to, when they do this, both from a player perspective and from a coaching perspective, you have to be ready to answer the door. And that's that's really the next part of this is, as a player, are you wrapped up in the anxiety of what's going to happen if, or are you wrapped up in the, hey, when they, when they call or when they knock, Am I going to be ready, you know, if they do? So the if goes both ways here, bro. That's for damn sure. So. I hope these boys never learn the fight song just to piss Matt off. All right. This motherfucker right here. 
this guy, dude, you are a straight block. You don't get to watch the show no more, fuck boy. Whatever we got to do to get this guy off of here, get him the fuck out of here. I'm tired of this bitch. Punk motherfucker. I'm talking to you, you punk-ass motherfucker. Leave. No more for you. You know, get up later. Peace, homie. And it doesn't piss me off that they don't know the fight song. I think it's a missed opportunity to show the pride, passion, and the fury behind the words and what they really mean to bring the community together, you fuck. Linebacker situations need to be addressed. Okay, yeah, they, they do. You, every every position needs to be addressed. But I really like the Brantley kid, the D-end outside linebacker they got coming in. That kid is an absolute monster of a player. He's a high school kid, but he's still coming in, you know, to, to contribute. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of youth next year contributing, to say the least. Um, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. But, again, who's teaching them when they get there? From a from a grown man perspective, how to you know how to adapt, how to really react, how to be proactive as a football player. The fight song is about you know coming together as a community, not necessarily singing a fucking bloody song. So again, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily expect you to understand. Any other questions out here, or does everybody just want to act like you know there's nothing going on? All right. All right, here's a good one. Oh. Any thoughts on Hagen leaving for San Diego State? First of all, Darian Hagen is that guy. All right, he is Mr. Colorado Buffalo. I have nothing but respect for my brother Darian Hagen. I love that man to death. And not only is he a, a great buff, and uh, he did, I didn't play with him, but He's still a teammate, a great ex-teammate. You know, it's he's a great man, an ambassador for the University of Colorado. He wanted to coach. Last year, he wasn't the, the running back coach, and he wanted to get back into it. And he saw an opportunity to go to San Diego State and, and put his roots down and start coaching there. You know, Demetrius Sumler was their running back coach, a guy who played for EB or played for DH uh, here in Boulder. He was played running back at CU. So I'm sure that's a little double-edged sword there, you know, having to replace one of your guys. But it's the business of football. Um, I, I think that it's a great move uh, for, for DH. It's a great move for Coach Lewis. It's a great move for Coach OB. I think San Diego State's on the up. And it puts Darian in a position to go coach again. So, you know, regardless of what happened here or behind-the-scenes talk of just people speaking under their breath, I, I think that Darian did – everything he was asked to do for God knows how long. I mean, he was a coach when I was a player here. Uh, he is Mr. Colorado Buffalo. And I I personally think that Darren Hagan's one of the you know, top five figureheads of the history of the entire school. So I love Darren Hagan with all my heart and I wish him nothing but the best. And obviously I'll be talking to him about 
anything and everything trying to get as many players out, uh, you know, to, to San Diego as possible. San Diego is what the Germans call Wales vagina. That's not what it, no, it's not what it's called. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I guess that's that. Any other questions or concerns here? We've got 400 people in the chat, uh, 409 eyes. Um, hopefully both of yours work, mine don't. Uh, so yeah, check all this out, uh, keep it rolling. Any other questions you got for me, I'd love to, uh, to answer any of them moving forward. We'll be back down here at the gym all weekend. Um, you know, in, until we got afternoon sessions this afternoon, starting at four, we're off tomorrow to watch army Navy and kind of enjoy Saturday. And then we're back, uh, Sunday morning. At, at 6 a.m. to do a bunch of technique work and filming. We're putting together an online, uh, an online uh, uh, like system and program so people all over the world can be involved with the Dungeon Family and not only do all of the online training, but do all of the you know recruiting help, all of the film work, everything. So we've got to come in and film all of that. Uh, so that should be pretty fun as, as I'm no videographer, but I'm damn sure not paying ten thousand dollars for somebody to come hold a camera uh you know unless we're making a porn which we ain't that's fucking get weird in here if it was just me and the dungeon family in here you know fuck i guess you could really use the terms in here a little bit looser you know like you're stiffer than a wedding dick or you couldn't hit a sick whore off of a piss pot or you know like you know bend your fucking knees or you know you oh this is a good one you move like old people fuck that would be a good one uh, so just saying, um, <clears throat> so, uh, no, you know, I love these questions. Am I recruiting? Am I recruiting for CU? No, I don't work for Colorado. I recruit for the kid that wants to get recruited, but I don't work for the university of Colorado. Therefore I can't recruit for them. Uh, but good question. What do you, what do you know? Um, Matt, what do you think of Warren Sapp? Uh, is that what that says? Where's the Warren Sapp one? All right, well, I just saw a question about Warren Sapp. What do I think about Warren Sapp being the defensive line coach? I think it sounds good. I'm not saying it won't work. I'm just, I, I think it could be extremely productive if it actually happens. Um, but then also, like, it again, is he just expecting three techniques to line up at his door? Because I, I would bet you that 95% uh, of the kids out there don't even know who Warren Sapp is. And that's not a knock on Warren. That's a knock on the generation um, you know, it's the kind of kids that walk into my facility and there's a huge Derek Thomas jersey right when they walk in. You know, Derek Thomas, top bypass rusher ever, played at Alabama, bad motherfucker, uh, you know, revolutionized the speed rush, in my opinion, showed Von Miller how to how to dip, um, dip and turn that corner. And I'll be like, hey, uh, you want to play? You're a Kansas City fan and you want to play in the NFL? Who's that? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about with the generations is there's a generational problem here. It's not necessarily a, you know, it's not necessarily a, a, a player problem. It's definitely a generation thing where they just, you know, they think they invented football. So kind of is what it is. 413 eyes in here. We're going to get out of here pretty quick. Uh, I do think that Coach Sapp could be an unbelievably good coach here in Boulder. 
But again, you've got you've got to go out pound pavement and make sure that you're not missing on guys because there are so many players in Colorado that people miss on because they are undervaluated. I.e., just we're going to use a couple of Wyoming Cowboys: uh, Chad Muma, Curtis Granderson, Andrew Weingard. All three multi-year starters all went to Wyoming. Were all under recruited out of the Denver area that Colorado didn't even fucking look at. You know, Drake Nugent, starting center for Michigan, got to be an NFL player for many years. He's too short to play at CU back in the day. So Trey Zoom, the left tackle at AM, got to be an NFL football player. Can't let him out of Colorado. Can't let Gage Gepter go to Fossil Ridge and then go to Tennessee. You can't let all the McCaffrey brothers not go to Colorado. Like, there's a ton of talent here. It's just a matter of locking it all down. So, you know, it, it, it kind of is what it is. I think that Coach Prime, if anybody can do it, Coach Prime can. I mean, he's getting Jordan Seaton to commit to Colorado. He can he can find a way to keep some of these Colorado kids at home that should that should stay here. All right. All right, folks, I think that's going to be a wrap here on my end. Remember, we're going to be posting this and, you know, all that kind of good stuff as we go through. Uh, we're back on Monday. Bree and I will be back Monday morning to talk more about everything and anything concerning the weekend. Uh, see if we can find one more good pick or one more good question before the day is over. All right, that's it, y'all. Go Buffs, and remember, the pride and tradition of the Colorado Buffaloes will not be entrusted to the timid or the weak. I love what they're doing in Boulder right now, uh, even though I don't agree with everything. Uh, you know, that that's what love is. You don't just blindly agree. Uh, so don't ever question uh, my love or passion for this university. Uh, I, I, In my opinion, there's nobody that bleeds black and gold harder than I do. So... Thanks to everybody for watching today. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Remember, we're going to be posting this on Spotify and all the different platforms later today. Thank you very much, y'all. Have a great weekend and go Buffs.